0: As good as I once was That's just the cold hard truth <laughs> I still throw a few back Talk a little smack When I'm feeling bulletproof So don't double down dare me now Cause I'd have to call you a I ain't as good as I once was But I'm as good once As I ever I not good as I once was,
1: but I'm as good once as I ever was. Hey everybody, welcome to Old Guys Rule Radio, uh, Season 2, Episode 23. Uh, we thank you for tuning in, uh, it's your guy, Chuck Olson, over here around this hot world of houston um and we're having a great time down here i didn't know i was going to be a southerner as i got older I, I was a yankee so uh as usual uh welcome uh my buddy big danny uh, big danny up in hot Tigo. how are you doing my friend
0: man i'm cold i'm cold and i don't know what yeah? time it is yeah it's um it's really cold here it's uh 81 degrees right now it was 75 degrees earlier today and somehow I just lost all my mic. So anyway, I'll be playing with that. Sorry oh. guys. It's, I, I got it coming and going. Uh, but yeah, it, it was, it was like 75 degrees at one o'clock this afternoon. I'm like, holy crap. This is going to be a miserable winter. I don't like cold weather. I like it hot. I like hot Houston yeah. and hot Dallas,
1: but this is, this is for the birds. <laughs> well, I was out at this, this mansion doing a, a pest control service today Yeah, for my fantastic company. And uh, the next thing you know, I get under there, in the shade where I was was 102. So uh, I don't know what that translates out in the heat meter, but I know that every, here it's funny. So every time we go to a stop, I've got a new guy, and he's awesome, but I have to be with him. So every time we go to a stop, I do the outside, all the stuff, and he does the inside stuff. I sweat through my clothes at every stop. <laughs> get in the truck, turn on the AC, full blast, get to the next one. Oh, cozy, drink a Powerade sweat through my clothes stop number two every time so but i do have to share a funny story from today so you know when you work out you have you had a field job you haven't had many jobs like i've had a bunch of delivery jobs and field jobs and not too many for you right
0: no no when i was when i was real young i did um when i worked out at six flags um i had some stuff in but i really haven't had a whole lot now
1: and um so so yeah one of the one of the things about being a person who either you have a route or you go out and service things regularly, and, and if you or you're in an area that you're used to, you gotta find a place for good bathroom stops. I know this sounds sad, but you gotta be able to find somewhere for bathroom stops. I'm not hearing you. Oh, I'm hearing you. Not you're tapping on the mic. So okay. that's one of the things is that before COVID, it wasn't too bad because you could sneak into a, oh, jack in the crack and grab <laughs> grab a quick drink, use the potty, head back out. But bef- then this COVID got bad. It really got bad. So uh, today, out in the middle of nowhere, uh, I I know I, I'm out by Liberty, Texas, and Liberty, God bless Texas. We're out in the middle of nowhere, and we're doing the service at a really nice house. Well, I had to go, and I remember there was a gas station down the street because you really don't want to you don't want to bother people with what I had to do, right? <laughs> so right. you all might know, and Danny knows. I'm not a little guy. I mean, I'm no offensive lineman, but then again, I'm no uh, you know marathon runner. So, <laughs> I, I You're go no ballerina, right? Right. You know, I'm down yeah. to a. I'm down to a. I'll tell you, I'm down to a sweat. 225 yeah. uh, from about 245, so I'm, I'm doing a little better. Um, but the fact is, is I sneak in there and I gotta go, right? So I go in there to do my business and I sit down, and it was a really cramped uh, compartment to use the bathroom. Yeah. So I have to, I have to kind of lean, and the whole toilet falls over. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh my God. And I wasn't, I mean, I was done, but it just went clunk up against me. I'm like, ah, it was like leaning on my leg. And luckily it didn't come what I'd done, you know, but I'm like, what the hell? So I lean over to the right again and it clunks back on its thing. I'm like, Oh, oh wow! I've never had that happen. I had it <laughs> where like if you shift, the toilet kind of shifts a little with you, yeah. right? Yeah. But this one, I just went to go lean over because I couldn't reach the TP, and it just went clank, and it fell up against my leg while I was kind of leaning. And I'm like, ah, whoa! I mean, I know a lot of things. Plunger. What do I do here? And I was just about to pull up and go heading out and trout and heading on down the way, but I, I kind of leaned back over. It goes clank, and it rattles into place. I'm like okay. And it you know, did my other thing and wiped. And I, I didn't even flush. I was like, I don't even want to see what's going to happen. (laughs) But one of my mama's rules, (laughs) isn't that crazy? One of my, one of my mama's rules, mama, wherever you are, bless you. Was that if you got to stop somewhere and use the bathroom, you gotta, you gotta buy something. It doesn't matter if you buy a water or a Coke. It's just a common courtesy. Yeah. Yeah, You gotta get something. Whatever. It doesn't matter what you buy. Well, I go walking up to the register and it looked like one of those uh, catch credit card, cheating credit card-y things were on there. Yeah. And so for probably maybe the second time, because I didn't have money the other time at all, I, I went I, I didn't have any cash on me. I was like, oh. <laughs> so I kind of crawled back around to their frozen burrito section, <laughs> and then whoosh, reload, made a beeline out the door. Yeah, because it was there was the, I it just didn't feel comfortable because it had a thing on the thing on top of the thing, yeah. and I'm like, no, that's no, that doesn't look good. So, anyway, whatever your name is, Liberty, Texas, your toilet's bad, uh, Mini Martin, Liberty, Texas. Uh, I visited, I think you got one of those scanners on your credit card machine.
0: I, I visited Bucky's uh, twice today.
1: You visit Bucky's that's kinda of all. For Twice. You? Oh no. No it was It's like all. fifteen minutes from you now. No, right? no,
0: no, no. The closest one's about well still it's about forty an hour? minutes. Yeah, it's uh, about forty, about 40 an minutes hour? to the close one, yeah. Um no, I uh <clears throat> because <laughs> you know, now that we've we've shut down the shop and I'm not making the t shirts and I'm having somebody do all the work for me. I do a lot of work on Mondays and a lot of work on Fridays, taking orders, writing them, doing all that kind of stuff. The rest is just emailing and stuff and paperwork. So uh, my sister in law hauls cars and needed somebody to drive a car back from San Antonio. So I rode with a group of people down to San Antonio. We stopped at Bucky's on the way down, and well, I hit it on the way back. So. <laughs> It was, was outside of Waco. So, yeah, I put it, I think it was, you know, it was about 200. And this is funny because if you're from, uh, I mean, you know, we got some people who live, uh, who listen to us in in, uh, in Paris, right? And we have people all over the country. But if you're in the Northeast uh, or if you're in Paris or you're somewhere like that, you don't understand when we're talking about driving. When I'm going to San Antonio, uh, like last week, I actually drove uh, to Amarillo back in a day. Mm. <laughs> Amarillo is 370 miles uh, we did that round trip, so I did 740 miles in a day, and then uh, today, I, I think it's roughly, uh, it's about four and a half hours, uh, I think it's 250 miles maybe, somewhere around in there, but I put about 500 miles on there, so when we're talking about running cars to another city, and we're talking in Texas, um, yeah, uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're in Paris, uh, you could have driven to Germany and back. <laughs> and and if Literally. you're in, and if you're in New York City, then uh, it's past D.C. and then some. So yeah, it's it's a little different when uh, when you're hauling cars around here. But yeah, uh, we made it to San Antonio and back. And these guys that I go with, I got to tell you, they're just so funny because they're young kids, right? Now I was telling my wife, these kids drive these cars. I mean, it, it's four major dealerships. They buy them at auction. We pick them up right. and we deliver them to the dealership. And it's cheaper to do it right. that way. Um, and we can get them there faster than than a hauler. Sometimes they do a hauler. It depends on how many cars that they've got and you know what they need. Um, so my sister in law does does the haulers, but she also has people run cars around the metroplex and then run these shots to these other cities. But these dudes act like it's a go kart. I mean, it is all full, all full power, or it's all full brake. And I'm like, dude. You know, if you let off the brake, or off the accelerator, the car will slow down. You don't have to slam the brake, and um, it'll accelerate without you putting your foot in the floor. But I mean, I mean, it's <laughs> like it, I, I, I'm telling you, when when they all take off, if you're not putting your for, uh, foot all the way to the floorboard, you're gonna lose them. And now, once you get up about 85, 90 miles an hour, and going to West Texas, I we drove ninety, ninety-five. There's just nothing out right. there, and then going down to San Antonio, we probably drove eighty eighty five um but yeah, I mean, we yeah. were flying. <laughs> So
1: I don't so, know what that is in kilo- I
0: don't know what it is in kilometers an hour, but I know that 100 kilometers an hour is yeah. 65 so, miles an hour. Yeah, it's like
1: 30 <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's like ounces versus kilograms kilo and uh, metric system. It's not in the United States, but it's kind of in my brain. Yeah. So uh, one of the things I wanted to tell our, if our listeners in France are still listening, is that I'm going to drink um, 36 ounces of beer right now. And so for you, <laughs> you you would probably convert that into like uh two liters right Uh, or you'd say i'm gonna drink you under the table by drinking a couple of glasses of wine and most you french guys like the german guys can drink 80 gallons of beer (laughs) and you french fellows have a real strong tolerance to good wine where if you give me three or four glasses of wine i'm I'm singing i'm crying and i'm singing (laughs) so, um for all of you listening out there I mean, three beers is about thirty six ounces so yeah, when you convert that and i'm not I'm not an expert at that stuff, but um's so it's Dude, about i usually polish off that,
0: a, i usually polish off a six pack of beer when we do a show in an hour,
1: yeah yeah and, you know, <laughs> and, and and that's and that's fine, then I have to eat a burrito and then and then my wife says i uh, you know I sleep too hard. <laughs> Yep, there we are. We're going to curl into sports time, I imagine. So, uh just as a general sports one, I heard one the other day. It says, uh, "What do sprinters eat before a race?" Oh no! Well, nothing. They fast. <laughs> 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 it's got right. a couple, couple pieces to it there. because hey, did fast, you know that the Tour de France is fast. back on? I knew it was on, and I knew a guy won, and, and I don't remember his name, and I'll tell you, I, I saw it, and I was like, you know, I, I think the Tour de France. I love it. Well, I absolutely love it. It's, it's ridiculously crazy physically to, to compete in that type of a race. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and much planning and money goes into it. But it was a person who won it before, I guess. I don't know well, if you have that information, but. Um. Well, they just started it
0: up. Uh, it started last week, and because and, usually the Tour de France is the month of July. And um, so they, they and I, I obviously is because of COVID, uh, they moved it back, and it started up on uh, uh, August the 29th. Uh, It'll go through September 20th. So they're going to do the whole thing. Um, And so anyway, I got to watch, uh, it was stage two, uh, which actually had a mountain stage early. I mean, usually in the race, You know they don't hit the mountain stages all that quick, and so they uh, they popped in the mountain stage uh, early on. So that was it was a lot of fun. It was great to see, uh, great to see the Tour de France back. I enjoy. I'm not huge. I'm not a huge bike racing guy. I don't like watching all the racing, uh, but I really do enjoy the Tour de France. It's it, it is just an amazing thing. Um, we may, this may cause us to lose our our French listeners, but I liked Lance Armstrong. But y'all have to forgive me. You got to understand, he is from Texas, and we are from Texas. So uh, you know, local boy well, makes good. Um, But now, no, well, now hold on yeah. a minute. Hold on. A minute. That was back in the day. Let me. Let me uh, so
1: it, uh, uh, the leader right now is Woot Van by and the second assess Cespool like Buhl, Sam Bennett. But uh, and I do follow it too, and I. One of my brothers for a lot of years was a bicyclist and uh, a motorcycle avid guy. But the the thing of it is, is that um, I would tell you all, it's kind of like the Pete Rose thing. So anyone outside the United States, back in the era of Pete Rose, people were doing a lot of gambling and betting on sports on the side because – There was only a handful of casinos to do so, so it was kind of a common practice for people to do a lot of gambling around sports, Uh, you know, through bookies, through friends, against friends, whatever that looks like. So the reason I'm comparing this to Lance Armstrong is that, like, another one,
0: Uh, actually, Major League Baseball was steroids.
1: I was going to say it's more like it's a generational
0: thing. It's more like The, the, the,
1: the the Smash Brothers uh mcguire uh pomero them doing their what they did some of the things that they did aren't necessarily illegal now or are illegal then or you know they they weren't found to be illegal or they weren't found but doping and bicycling and uh and competing bicycling has been a forever thing right um he wasn't the only person, and so there was a long list, and everyone in it. That was kind of what was going on. So you can't really take away one of. I mean, that dude to do what he did, uh, well, unbelievable. They, they, they so did strip one me. of the greatest they, sports accomplishments yeah. ever. But then you do you, you put the asterisk. But they stripped him. They stripped everything. him of it. And, now, now here's the and thing. And so he's all gone. Yeah, but. Now, I think it should be asterisk. I do I too. I think because I I they you should go back and they should try to take all the blood tests because everybody gets blood tests. All the other bikers, all the other bicyclists, all everybody else in the race has all got tested. So let's go all back and look at all of not just him. Well, was everybody or how many a percentage of all of those athletes had that that uh, chemical or that that method in their system?
0: That's what I, that's what I was going to say. And and here's the deal: you can strip the man of his title if you can give it to second place. Okay. If second place raced clean, I can see stripping the title and giving it to second nice. place, go, you cheated, Fair he nice. didn't, and you're <laughs> and you're good. But the whole thing we're bitching about on baseball is everybody was doing it. The pitchers were doing it. The batters were doing it. Everybody was doing it. So how do you take it away from one guy and not the other? That's my only beef with, sure with Lance. That's why I think he gets the asterisk because he won seven times, and on those seven times, the first Tour de France he won, number three, the guy who took third place, did not test positive ever in his career. Okay, that guy didn't. But the guy who got number two did. On all uh, six other ones, every person who ever stood on the podium with Lance Armstrong at one time or another was also caught uh, doping and and got either suspended yes. or banned from different, from cycling. Different
1: versions of it. So
0: yes, because so that only means everybody was doing it. And unfortunately, maybe he was just the best cheat. So, I mean, but they were all doing it, and that's why I say if if there were clean cyclists. I think we got to look up that guy number
1: three, get number three, and give all of them all those shirts (laughs) to that one number three guy, and everybody else, you're all out. Everybody else is out because that's only one guy. And I think you're right. I think you're spot on, man, that they're – it sucks to say that if everybody's doing it, I'm doing it. Well, but I remember back, we're, we're from the same generation, and I was offered steroids when I was playing football because I was getting pretty stout, but I couldn't put a little weight on. I was putting muscle on. They're like, one of the guys I worked out with was like, hey, man, why don't you try this stuff? And I'm like, uh-uh. And just, I don't know why, out of nature. I was like, no. Uh, is it beer? because I've always loved beer. And he's like, no, you just shoot this in there. Oop, that, nope, No, nope, yeah. don't like needles. No. And just because you're all swelled up and you're starting offensive linemen, blah, blah, blah. So short long story short, uh, much respect, because doping or not, seven freaking crazy hey. he won seven of them, so. hey, and, they- and and he was married to cheryl crow what? which i think is almost an equally exciting accomplishment <laughs> well, if you never everyone. saw a young cheryl crow oh yeah and you, you yeah you got to give him whatever happened i mean okay well on to the next so, <laughs> I thank you again for tuning in to old guys rule radio it's your guy chuck and i'm sitting around the corner for big Danny Lake. Hey, we're having fun we're having a good time and uh today i saw another thing that was uh Pretty nice. And that's going to be uh, my, my final moments every show is pretty nice. Um, I saw a, a man actually beat me to helping someone load stuff into their car at a, at a grocery chain today. There you go. I was walking in. I had to buy a money order. And uh, the hashtag kindness with COVID. I'm, I go running over there. And this, this other person came over with the mask on. Ma'am, do you need help on? Help getting that in there? And I was like, you know. I wish we could publicize some things about people being nice. Oh yeah, I'll hold that for the end. But so, Danny, uh, I think you've got some sports news for us. So, what what sport can I pick on first? Well,
0: (laughs) let's start. Let's start with hockey because we had, uh, I, you know, mentioned at the last show that it looked like the Stars and the uh, Knights were, you know, they were both well underway. Well, the Knights are playing right now. Actually, I guess they start in about an hour. Uh, but when they get yeah. going, if they w- if they don't win tonight, it's three three, and they got a seventh game tomorrow. Yeah. Dallas has already blown yeah. their three one lead. It is three three, and they've yeah. got a seventh game tomorrow. Uh, so I'm yeah. not sure what's going on in the last couple of games. I mean, the Avalanche have just whipped their butt. I mean, they just they've yeah. just beat into the Stars. It's a so. different
1: series. Yeah, yeah. I-, I could see. I could see actually with the other series. Um, I heard that Fleury – So they they replaced their all time goalie Fleury. Uh, and he's been their all time thing. And then they, they pulled another guy and they put the rookie in and then he came back in and he played great. Then I looked at the stats on their loss. He didn't play so great. So, um, yes, he's a leader and leader in the locker room. Sometimes you got to do it. You got to do. Hey, Oh, I forgot to Danny, Do you know why a leper doesn't like hockey? No. Cause of all the face offs in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> all right i got a hockey joke so, all right anyway good. and you notice i didn't i didn't have to read that one that was right the so,
0: no i like that we uh, hadn't heard so, that one before
1: yeah, so, <laughs> so uh i i'll tell you that i am excited for um for for the vegas success and the dallas success it's our two favorite hockey teams yeah but um but uh i gotta tell you uh just just to make my opinion of all this um when Vegas was in the playoffs the first time yeah. they were they were D V R or yeah, yeah. uh you couldn't keep me. If 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 five if let's say five years ago, Danny, if yeah. the Lakers and and the Stars or Vegas Knights are you know, my my favorite hockey teams and or the Steelers and or the Reds were all playing really well like they are. You would My DVR would be full. Yeah. I wouldn't have any time for my daughter or anyone because I, I'd be so excited to watch sports. Um, unfortunately, oh. uh, I got to say, I, I just can't do it. Well, when they brother- told me that they would said they're not going to play two playoff games in the NHL to support the guy who got shot, uh, after he raped that young woman um, and then baseball everybody all did it and they all took two games off and two days off because of to, to support that 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 thing that was the last straw for me being able to watch sports now and remember I have a fire stick I don't even watch sports on the major networks where they get paid for people tuning in right I, I'm just sick so I, I, I to get away from that yeah I don't want uh, to rail I'm on frankly, it I was just
0: I, I was gonna say. I, without railing on the sports, so yeah. I I've been keeping up with the stars. Uh, I haven't watched all of any of the games. I've just watched snippets of it and here and there. I know right. when they're on. I'm trying to keep up with it. Sports but, Center a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's the difference. Is that? Um, and I I I, you know, years ago when they first started the kneeling, it was kind of the same thing. It's not that I'm not interested in the sports. It's not that I won't watch it. It. But I remember. I used to have, we used to have yard work Saturdays at, the, at my house and because Sunday was football day and when all that went down, it became yard work Sunday and I watched college football all day. I mean, I, I am going to watch my sports. I've got to get my fix. I've got to do those things where I spend my time and where I spend my dollars are a whole different thing so like with the stars right. where I may sit down and watch an entire game now I'll watch I'll be watching something I'll flip it back and I'll watch for a few minutes and I'll come back and just keep up with what's going on but the interest is gone I mean you know the love for it is not there and I think that yeah. that's what all the <laughs> the players are missing out on and I understand what they're trying to do but what they're missing out on is that when you chase these people away it, you know you've got a baby you know, you've got things you've got to do. You have a job, you've got a full-time job, a baby, you've got this show. There's only so much free time you have to sit down and watch a sport. And if one sport makes you mad, then you're going to go to another one, you know, because that was another thing that kind of leads me into the next one. Man, college football has a football game tonight. So college football is back starting today. Um, Yep. The big 12 doesn't start until 9/11 and that's TCU is playing on 9/11. I think they're playing better, but I can't remember. Uh, but that's uh, Friday night. So you've got NFL starts this Thursday. College football There's starts that. today um, or next next Thursday is uh, the kickoff of the NFL. Friday is the kickoff of the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve plays again on Saturday. Right. NFL starts their main season on Sunday. And then going into the following week, we start getting into the SEC and some of the others. And we start seeing some good sports. So um, you know, I'm kind of excited about that, especially with the college ball. We had, and if you're you're not, if you've ever heard of football in Texas, it's a little bit big here. And Friday Night Lights, the high school started football last weekend. So we even had some – we had local high school football on television, and I've seen more of that than I've seen of all the basketball, all the baseball, and all the hockey combined for the year. I watched more <laughs> of that one game than all the others combined.
1: I, I, w- I will watch some college football. I'm telling you, though, unfortunately and sadly, they start the whole Neil and rama and they start doing all their things. I, I – We'll we'll determine whether or how many more I want. Well, and, and I agree and, with that uh,
0: too. I, and that's colleges, even though they're so liberal, um, I don't know that they're going to be as outspoken about some of that stuff. Um, you know, it, I, the the players don't have the clout. Although UT came in and made the made the <laughs> they made their demands and they wanted to rename their stadium. And when they did, you know, so now it's a uh, it's a. Uh, Smoking Weenie, Smoking Pot Stadium. You know, I mean, they got, they, (laughs) (laughs) you know, they, if you don't know, they named it after Earl Campbell and Ricky Williams, their two Heisman Trophy winners. Now, Earl Campbell is a fantastic human being. I mean, he always has been. He was great at the school, turned around, went off to uh, Houston and played for the Oilers. He was great there, Uh, started himself a a smoked sausage business. But he's just, By all accounts, just a fabulous human being. by the way, it's
1: delicious sausage. Oh, absolutely. You you don't go wrong. You buy the spicy Earl Earl Campbell sausage, you will never go wrong. No. Sorry, Nolan Ryan, you're my favorite, but it's delicious. But, yeah, no, (laughs) it's fantastic.
0: And so, anyway, uh, Earl Campbell, yeah, put his name on a stadium all day long and twice on Sunday. But Ricky Williams did nothing for the school. He did nothing for the school. He went off to, to pro and washed out. Because he'd rather smoke dope than play in the NFL, yeah. and that's your choice. But you don't name a stadium after a dope smoker. So that's why I say it's the uh, it's the, it's the weenie smoker dope smoking <laughs> bowl. It's the, it's the pot bowl is what – Anyway.
1: Well, to me, this is just to me, um, I don't understand, quite frankly, why they're why they're renaming things uh, for different ethnicities. No disrespect from any other ne- ethnicity. Call um, it you know the Washington Redskins are now the Washington football team. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic, uh,
0: and, and and you know we got the Texas baseball team. Well, you know there's the Dallas yeah. football team, the New York football team. So what what's your right, team? What's your right. team name? Uh, we're the football team. Oh, man. oh so are we?
1: Dude, all we're right, the dude. Team. We're Dallas. Everybody's got a big we're, we're, TF we're on Pittsburgh. Our... We're Pittsburgh. There's no so everybody got a TF has to drop their, their names. <laughs> yes, they have to, to drop all their names. So it's no longer you have the Steelers, the Cowboys. No, it's just the Dallas football team, the Houston football. team team Okay, so I got a joke by that. So <laughs> I live down by the city, and uh, it's a it's it's a humble, Texas, right? Correct. But if anybody who lives around here or is from there, they pronounce it humble Correct. without the H. Correct. Humble. Okay. So I was in church one day, and this preacher got up there, and he wasn't the greatest preacher, but he was doing his thing, and so. He was like, Well, when you, you have to understand people from humble that the Bible says you have to be humble. I was like, No it doesn't. It says you have the to Bible be says humble you have to be humble. <laughs> you can't carry the H over from that H to this H. You must be humble in all things you do. And umili- and I'm like, Wait, he's not gonna do it. Humility I'm like, He did right, he, didn't. he right. didn't
0: call it humility, did he? <laughs> did he really? Humility? He messed
1: up the humble, no, and I was like, I gotta go watch a Houston Astros game and a Houston Rockets game, and so anything that uh, Houston has some great, great cheeseburger places, I can't get over it. I, I just heard this guy that, and he wasn't the greatest, and I probably won't go back to that, uh, uh, that place of worship. But you you can't get up there and go. The Bible says to be humble <laughs> because we live in humble. Have you ever and, and Expect me. Yes, and expect me to be serious about your next anything because I'm going to be laughing, going, "Awesome, dude!" Hey, have
0: that you ever noticed great. how humid it is up down in down in Houston? I mean, <laughs> it's very humid. It have, is. It's one very... thing you'll never have to buy is a humidifier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you got to be real careful with the hurricanes. Yeah. Yeah, the hurricanes. hurricane and, and the, go through. And the, and right. the humidity. Uh, I lost my brain. Umid, no, no, you're not saying it right, dude. It's humidity. It's not you. That's a, it's Humidity. Humidity. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's everything I say from now on. Hurricanes, humidity,
0: Houston. Like, I think Oble. you need to
1: be a better human being. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, sorry. So uh, one thing I'll, I'll chime in on is that, uh, <laughs> like Danny said, uh, the NFL is starting. that They, they forego, forego, went, forego their preseason. They're starting this Thursday night. And I'm telling you right now that any other time in my life, literally, I would already had food planned, yeah. and I'd make sure to get home on time. And now I've got the fire stick. I can still watch – everything on the fire stick. And that's one of the blessings to have one of these fire sticks is they tune you into the channel, but it's through your internet. So they, the, the big, the big people don't see that you're tuning in. Right. But I'm not for the first time in my life, in my life, I'm not tuning in, tuning in well, and, and, uh, for and, the and, first time in my life. I'm not going to watch, not the preseason opening games, whether it was like right. the whatever, The actual first game of the NFL. I've seen, since I remember. And, but, and I'm not going to do it, bro.
0: But you got to add to the fact. Fi- I mean, you know, and, and think of where we are. Because, you know, we didn't talk about what game it is. But the game is the Houston. Uh, <laughs> the, it's, it's the uh, the, <laughs> the Houston Exons versus the Kansas City Eves. <laughs> we need to drop all that first letter. It's the Houston Texans versus the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the defending world champions versus your hometown team. I mean, why wouldn't you do it and heck kansas city's quarterback is from texas so i mean you know you you want to get involved in that but uh, but i'm with you so So, yeah i'll watch
1: i'll check i'll check the highlights i'll watch the highlights i'll uh i'll probably you know talk about it later i think um, and and okay let me let me clarify this before we go into our favorite part of the show um I am still a huge fan of sports. I will be a huge fan of sports for the rest of my life. I'll follow them. Yeah. you see that? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll be a huge huge, huge fan. Huge fan. Yeah. (laughs) But truth, truly, I'll, I don't know if I'll ever be able to come back to where I was. That my, my, I dedicated so much of my time and money. I've got a, my wife will tell you, I've got a, 10 jerseys, you know, hats, so much memorabilia, it's just crap. And, and, and But it does not mean that I won't talk about who won the game or the Rockets falling apart the other night, you know? Right. And, and all that stuff. So, and uh, I got to tell you guys, um, uh, I'm going to put this out to the world. Just recently, uh, the most beautiful woman in the world and I, uh, we celebrated our 10th anniversary and how my beautiful wife, how my beautiful wife puts up with me sometimes. Oh, hell, I don't know, but <laughs> she's a great gal. And, uh, I look forward to the next 15 years with you and our beautiful daughter Emerson. So um, <laughs> Sorry, I just had to kick that in. She was waving goodnight to me, and I was like, "Good night, my dear." But um, back to that thing is that I'll I'll, I'll know who, what the scores were each quarter. Yeah. I'll know if anybody was hurt and how my homie did and all that stuff. But if I tune in live or if I continue to support them by buying merchandise, um, that is not what I will be doing. Is he now your
0: again. your homie instead of your
1: homie? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Good night, honey. <laughs> Honey, bunny. There you go. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I will tell you now because I've been reading into it and I've been looking at some things. I think that I think that the Houston Texans. Uh, I think that the Texans are going to have a really, really good year. I, yeah, I am. Um, you got a good ball club. I, I they do. And, and so, because I'll still follow the sport, and uh, and and it's our favorite sport, so we're not going to give up on it. Uh, but it, we won't view it because of the disrespect. I'd say that that's probably – I'd put them, barring major injuries, you know, s- second round. And uh, so and, – and, and, and Eves – oh, wait, no, the C's good. Chiefs. <laughs> so the Eves <laughs> I call it uh, also the Eves. Uh, put – yeah, I'm sorry, my bad. So anyway – Hey, but we don't, we don't want to Jordan be offensive,
0: so <laughs> we'll just call them the Chefs. <laughs>
1: Chef. Ooh, delicious! Yeah. I love yeah, I, I like friends and chefs. I like people who are chefs because they can come over and drink all my beer, and then they just make me good stuff. Very so, good. Uh, hey, everybody! Thanks again for tuning in, to Old Guys Rule Radio. We appreciate you. There's only one rule of the show. Danny, what's our favorite and the only rule of the show?
0: Like us and
1: share us please please even if you can't make it through the whole episode because i'm being a jerk or oh or even if you (laughs) even if you can't listen because i'm a i'm a ding dong or whatever your whatever the case may be because you're an idiot or i ramble on uh, (laughs) uh, it doesn't matter all we're asking is there are some good points on this show. I listen to other shows. We have some good views, good opinions, and points. So, all we ask is that you like and share us. And, you know what? I had a few people today ask, ask me through a text from the show about beer. I was like, hey, who are you? Like, oh, yeah, I go, I'm yeah. Your, I'm your, one of your friends' friends, and we wanted to know what type of a good beer is for here and there. And I went, dope. And so, I had for the first time in my life, other than about bugs or football or. Of food, I had an opinion. All right. So, That's awesome. So, <laughs> yes. So, I will tell you. So, well, again, it's time for our favorite 30 of the 30. Uh, beer <laughs> 30. B Beer
0: Run. B R U N Beer all we need is a 10 and a fiver, a car and
1: a key and a sober driver b double e
0: double r u n
1: so welcome to beer 30 um and uh i'm i'll start it off because i know you've got i've got a crazy one man um we they open this really nice uh place down the street and usually when they open newer nicer places they have a weird uh crazy s- selection of all sorts of stuff and i walked in there and i was like man I don't know where somebody gets the funding for a couple million dollars of booze, but I want in on that funding. Yeah, I'd love too. to be able to, yeah, yeah just like, you know, open me a business where I can get a loan, and then a, a liquor store is the best thing to open because it's always going to run. People are always <laughs> buying it. So, at any rate, sorry yeah, about my yeah, rant they, they, they didn't close found, down
0: the liquor stores. If, I'd have invested, yes. if I would have opened up a liquor store rather than a t-shirt yeah, company yeah.
1: – you know yes i'd be, I'd, I'd you, be into mind. Run, in the money living large that's right do you know that in in south in south africa they uh, they made drinking illegal and closed down the distributors and beer things no for, for quite a while yeah. oh yes and, and yeah that that's not good no. so uh, anyway the one i chose today i'll show you it's an amber ale in a weird can uh, you'll cool. get it up there too it's a national beer it's called alaskan brewing company and it's their amber with an h so uh, amber alt style ale 5.4% alcohol so that makes it something you want to sit down and have 3 or 4 of because that's probably all you can have 3 or 4 of um, I had 2 of these the other day but they weren't quite cold and I remember that they, well here we go cheers, all right. cheers.
0: <clears throat> so yeah the the Alaskan I know is, uh, is national so anybody should be able to find that beer
1: oh, excuse me so I like an amber beer. That's a good amber beer, but it's got a Well, I guess a lot of amber beers have that that lag like that pecan flavor at the end. Yeah. Um good color, uh 3.3. 3.3. 3. Um right. yeah, absolutely. Not my favorite of all time, but solid. Um <clears throat> excuse me. Um I'll drink the rest of it. I mean, there you, there you go. go. So, you know, the old thumbs up, thumbs <laughs> down yeah. about yeah. the show is uh, I got one of these ice cold, and if it goes down the old contraption, <laughs> it's a thumbs up. So, thumbs up for uh, uh, Amber Alt Style Ale from Alaskan Brewery. There you
0: go. All right. So, I am going to be uh, trying a Panther Island Brewery. Um, and I don't know if you, we've, we've not had one of them. Check out this can. They, they've, oh. all their cans are pretty oh, crazy. They got, fun. you know, full color print wraps on them. Uh, but it's a Panther, nice. Isler, uh, Panther Island Brewery, which is in Fort Worth. In Fort Worth, uh, the downtown area is called Panther Island. In there, um, there were a lot of panthers in the Why, area. A lot,
1: yeah. yeah, back in the area, back in the yeah. day, there were a lot of. Panthers. There were a lot of
0: panthers. So this area, there's a lot of stuff in Fort Worth named after panthers. Uh, so they call it Panther Island, and uh, so the brewery came in after it. This is a uh, 4.8. <laughs> Uh, with a, it's only seven IBU. So it's, you know, if you don't like, uh, it, it's a blonde ale, which, you know, it's, it's light. And I wanted to try it cause we're, and Danny likes blondes. I do. I love blondes <laughs> and, and they're running out of, uh, there's, they're getting less of these, these lighter summer beers, uh, cause they're starting yeah. to gear up toward the fall and you're starting to see everybody's right. got their Heifafweizen and their Oktoberfest beers out. So those are already coming. So I figured I'd get one last little blonde in there. Uh, from brew we've never had so here we go
1: <laughs> by the way um just to tell you most people go down that area and look for cougars not panthers <laughs> Sorry. Uh. you know that's that's
0: a pretty solid beer i mean it's a light beer so i'm not going to tell you it's just loaded with lots and lots and lots of flavor uh, but it's solid it's clean it's crisp it, that's a decent beer i'm going to give that a 3.4 nice. it's not too bad nice. i'll give it a thumbs nice. up i got a six pack of it and i'll drink all six of them uh, which, so if you, you know. guys,
1: if yeah, as I said about that one, so good job there. The tailgater. Um, just to tell you, um, I went down to the Panther Island Brewery try it, uh, three times, two, three times. A couple times went down there uh, with family from out of town and not because they're beer, beer frenados. One of my, uh, beer frenados is the word, people travel around the, the country and they go to different breweries and they and they try, try their try their beers. So my, my family came in. And uh, she stopped in and she goes, I heard of Panther Island. So if you go to go there, they're only open certain hours of the day and certain days of the week. So just be cognizant that it shows that they're open. But for business, like there's someone who can take a phone call, but to stop in and have a beer, be cautious. And it's not really a great area of town, so you know it's cool for concerts and partying when it's up and running. They have a lot of shows down there, but if you just go to Panther Island Brewery, make call ahead, look at their hours on their website, and uh, when you go in there, it's kind of it's like most breweries, you know, kind of unique little place, beer room, tap room, snacks, blah blah blah, cornhole. But don't go there when they're closed, because then you're just down the middle of offside Fort Worth, which is a pain to get to anyway, and you got nothing to do. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Been there twice. Drove away without being there twice. Finally got in my own personal vehicle, went down there and went, All right, I'm gonna like a private detective, sit around this dump till it's open and finally open. It's not a dump, sorry. Uh, but uh thanks again. So we went to hockey, we talked a little bit about football, now all I'm gonna say about basketball is the Mavericks are a little better than I thought they were. Um and 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 truthfully um, I know it's in the second or third rounds of the playoffs. Uh, Houston. <laughs> I, I was going to ask uh, you, do
0: you have any clue who's still in? Cause I know the Clippers are cause they beat Dallas, but other than, and I, I know that the Lakers are because they want the Laker, Lakers and Lakers Clippers are, to play. Yeah. But I,
1: other and than they're that, the I'm Lakers clear. and, and they've got, they got the guy and the guy. Um, but tonight's game seven for Houston. And, uh, uh, somebody, so uh, I, I hate to say this, but it's just fly by night for me right now with basketball. And I'm a ju- I played basketball my whole growing up. I love, but the, the, I love the sport. I love the sport back when, like, okay, when Lou Alcindor, yeah. spun left and went right, and would do a sky hook over Wilt Chamberlain, yeah, and nobody could believe that they scored on Wilt, even Wilt. And then he ran back down the court when he was playing for the Bucks. So that's like five or ten years for me and you were even born. But that's 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 also the time. I like basketball when little guys couldn't go in the lane. Because if you went in there, everybody knew what happened. Guards didn't play oh, that yeah. little game like the guy. What's his name? Hall of Famer probably now from San Antonio. Um, Oh, the, the point guard who always could – Tony, Tony. Oh yeah, Tony. Tony
0: uh, well, he married uh, that actress. Now, uh, look, what's her one name? One of the
1: most beautiful women in the world. Of time, yeah. Other than my wife and your wife, you're like that. Yeah. One of the most beautiful women in the world, other than your wife and my wife. Uh, but yes, that guy. That guy. Yeah, yeah Tony Stark. He would Stark never or... have made it. Yeah. <laughs> he would never. He would. Ne- I could guard that guy. Because I, I would thump him and I'd break his nose and I'd hammer him. Guys under six, four, six five didn't go anywhere in the lane back in the day because there was fellows in there that went, no, sir. There was always a big guy. So that's when basketball was basketball. And you, you passed and you played defense and you and you smacked people and you knocked them on their can and you smashed them. Bill Lambeer, God bless you wherever you are. You were the dirtiest player in the game, but guess what? You played some good basket. Ready for it? Basket brawl. <laughs> you know,
0: you know what, what may have been one of the worst, the the player that hurt basketball more than any other player in the history of basketball? Uh, and I'm just talking out my rear end right now, so you may have to humor all right. me. But it may have all been Shaq. He may have hurt the game more than anything else because he was so dominant in the middle, big guys that were 6'9", 6'10", 6'11", had to all of a sudden shoot from outside rather than drive the lane, get the layups. You know, they used to drive the lane, make the easy layup, and they couldn't get in there anymore. So they had to learn to start shooting the jumpers. And the jumpers started going back, and then they started figuring out that they could drop these bombs. And and that may have – because that may have – his presence in the middle – May have hurt the game because he he so took that middle out because and then because then your center was no longer a center you to beat Shaq, and I remember and it was the hack attack because the dude could not shoot a free throw so you take your three Shaq biggest that. guys and they guard him the whole game your best center doesn't do anything except take his six <clears throat> fouls and his two backups like, they are in the la- end of the being game the
1: basketball guy yeah. I, 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 I see where you're going, but there's a difference. You, you it, it is in that era, but something else changed, so let me rewind it a little What was bit. that? Three points right uh, before that happened. Well no. Okay. Um it was the contact rule. Well and I agree. Um, because so they wouldn't because Jack was, the Shaq was thing.
0: beating the crap out of everybody.
1: Well, but they made a rule where you up, up until uh, mostly all the basketball I played, and into the 90s, 2000s, you could still put your hands up against. Even watch Jordan's films, they they could put a hand on him, or he'd put a hand on people. Right. And I, I watched Jordan, and I'm, I was a great defensive player because. If I just touch, get my hand, not even pushing you, no. I could feel which way you're going to go, right? And I could rotate right. and I could go up and try yes. to block your shot. Yeah. So, but then they rewound basketball, and then they said you can't even if you touch anybody that's a foul, yeah. unless you're bodying up yeah. and then you're edging with your arms. So that was in the same period. I don't disagree I you. with you. No, I get it. But you. when they right. stopped, when they stopped contact and made it a three point fiesta. Now, okay.
0: Well, and then and then and then there the contact some, became some, the flop, and I hate that crap. It's like, oh, hey. the flop,
1: the flop, flop a devots, flop master, <laughs> flop king, and 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 there, that's that's what happened when Donch- with uh, Luka Doncic. and that other guy yeah. is the other guy flopped and he called him a flop and and called him a couple bad words. Went back down the court and he was going for a thing. He hammered him. See, I think in sports it should because it's a sport. Every once in a while, you got to hammer your opponent. And if you got to throw me out of the game and call me a bad guy for it, great. Next time you come after me and you, you play that crap on me, guess what? You'll think. You'll think a minute. Because I remember, Danny, when I played football, we played against our city rivals. And and I literally, I cleaned a couple of them up. And so when I was coming around the end as a safety, covering the run, they'd go back inside. as I They'd see me running ready to dive and knock heads. So that's part of sports. That's what's missing in sports. You can't sissify the game and not let, let everybody touch, touch everybody. 'Cause you gotta sometimes guys gotta hit. Sometimes gotta be dirty. There, there. Right. Did you ever get inside and wrestle around with somebody? And when you first start off the game, punch somebody in the beak, smack somebody in the ear hole, kick, you know, kick, hit, hit somebody in the ball sack. Oops, sorry. Did what? you? Yes or no? Yeah. Of course, absolutely. Yes, we all did. That was that's. And, 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 and here's it was, the deal. It was awesome.
0: And you do it in between the whistles. And and you know what? Uh, and yeah. and here's the deal. Yeah. If, if you're able to to knock a guy in his ball sack and you put him on the ground yeah. and then he, and you get up by pushing off on his face mask to drive his head in the ground and you lift yourself up and you go back to the dugout or I mean back to the huddle. The next go play, you out. know, there's a fifty-fifty shot that dude's. Whatever the play is is coming it's after coming you. I've yeah. taught I taught yeah. my peewee guys that. I mean, serious <laughs> now now not all the not the other stuff, but I had I had a kid yeah. who who I yanked him off the field to avoid a fifteen yard penalty because he hit a kid after the play. And I pulled him off because they were young enough that if the coaches take care of it, as a matter of fact, um, the ref looked at, he was about to flag me and I pulled him off. And then the other ref looked at me, he's coach. You've only got 10 on the field. And I go, and they're staying. We're good. And I grabbed my guy and the other ref put his, you know, put it in his pocket. I penalized myself, but I tell my kid and he's like, uh, he goes, well, he did this and he did this and this. And I said, Hey, I don't mind. Look, whatever the play is next play. I don't care. You go hit him. Find him and hit him. I said, You hit him in his face, you hit him in his front, and you hit him till the whistle blows. And when the whistle stops, you stop. And if you're not done with him or if he gets the better of him, you do it again. And I don't care what the play is because sometimes you got to man up and you got to go hit somebody and go, I'm not putting up with that crap. And yeah, it's away from the play. And you know what? That next play. He was about fifteen yards downfield away from the ball, and somebody, one of the other coaches, is hollering, "Matthew, Matthew, the ball's over here!" And I said, "Hey, hey, Matthew's good," because he was getting out his aggression and his frustration, and he was paying that guy back. You know, that's the sport. And I'm, you know, I know it sounds bad. That's but sports but, in
1: general. Yeah. Sports. There are times. I mean, like so. Think about this year with the Astros. Yeah. You won't love or hate them that as as a championship level or top level team they got accused of and and, and caught stealing or cheating right right stealing signs well I want to comment on this because I've been I, some of the things been going around about uh, the Astros they're coming out of their funk yeah but, um, we were taught when I was playing baseball growing up if you could catch a sign from the other team, that's an advantage. I mean, yeah. that was the whole point of. Remember the old woo, 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 three, three stooge thing on third base. They still did. we a wise guy, and they <laughs> keep yeah. trying to hide their signs. So, the whole time, baseball is the biggest unwritten rule is try to steal their signs. If you can see and you can read a pitch, so it didn't really matter. I mean, how bad did they strip the Patriots? Of their thing when they were caught stealing bit signs and remember they had a video they videoed it did they uh, did they strip them of everything did they degrade them no no so part of the game of all games is you do what you have to do to do and take an advantage of the team and I, I would tell you that I felt really bad for the Astros but how like Pete Rose like other things we just talked about everybody was doing it Danny I mean, it doesn't make well, it right. But to you know this what? day, it, But but I know that, that everybody's stealing signs. Everybody's hey, getting them, trying to get an advantage.
0: You know, I I film my pee wee football game. You know, and I had a lady come up one time, and she said, "That's disgusting that y'all are filming it just because winning is so important to you. You have to film the other team." And I said, "Look, I said I said I understand where you're coming from. I said it's not all about winning. But as a coach, my job is to prepare my boys the best I can." to win a football game. And if it means figuring out what the other team's doing, it does. And we played in a a team that tipped off every play they had tipped off every play. Okay. And we destroyed them with it. We set our, our our defense on it and we destroyed them with it because we knew where it was coming. And I'm telling my kids, I don't care what's going on. If you see this, here's where the ball's going and be there. And I and we actually There's changed our defense and had one guy and his job was to read where they lined up and then be in the hole that they were running to every single play. So the next game, they had a completely different offense. Now, I didn't tell any of the other coaches what they did, but they tried a completely different offense. We wound up playing them in the city championship. They went back to the one the way it tipped them tipped everything off and we just went back on right. it. But but you know when you find that they're tipping off a play or or what their signal is it is part of
1: coaching and so is is what you need to do is you need to analyze things and take advantage of what you can for the win if that yeah. if there's no guidelines but so ultimately i didn't really know there was a guideline until i heard that you couldn't be videoing or making signs and the the here's here's the part that i was sitting with some you buy some Houston Astros fans today at a, a, a not my favorite wing place by the way but i was <laughs> sitting there and uh and i'm like well let me let me phrase this to you okay so one of the guys i like about on the Houston Astros is altuve right uh, altuve or however you say Yeah no he's so a good guy the reason i always liked him is because he ain't the biggest dude but he's tough and when he gets up to the plate, he really deals, right? And so if you aren't baseball fans, really dealing means he's up there working this, the counts, and, and he's aggressive, and he really deals. So, Danny? Yeah. He started off this first chunk of the season, right? Really bad. And it, really,
0: it's, really his,
1: bad. it's his worst start ever. So were they tipping him? And this is a big deal to me because of how much of a fan I was to him, of him. Uh, and possibly him and not to say that I don't still like him um, or the the work that he did, but if I knew fastball, I mean not to be rude, away yeah. or every time I knew every time they said fastball, I'm unleashing, hit or not. Right. There's a couple of pitches I can hit. I was able to. I was to, so if they were able to be able to tip on him for this first six years of his career, he's not a Altuve is not a how do you say it? Like uh, uh, some of the other players in the Astros or Tom Brady are very strong-willed, strong brain, right, right. strong-minded. They're consistent with their attitude about how they can carrying themselves. But if that thing was what he knew he had, a, let me. I, I think you're getting. Uh, on that point. It was it, if that was did his. Did the Did the tipping tip
0: yeah.
1: right, tip make him MVP? Would he still be a great all-time player? Uh, maybe almost an all star maybe not an mVP if he was tipped on three or four bats a, a, a game,
0: I think so, because all indications are it was something that only happened in the last year or two. It was not something that happened yeah. his whole career uh so I think that that he would have still been great and and the other part is is that you know, could part of his slump be that he got used to the tips, it became a crutch yeah. and rather than read the pitcher. Or because because one of the things and in, in batters batters look for certain things when the pitcher's coming back. Yeah. What his hands Those looking like? They're trying to out. they're yeah. trying yeah. to eyeball the hand and and they'll talk about some great deceptive pitchers can keep the ball hidden longer. But so yeah. did he stop looking for that? Because here's the thing: there, if a pitcher comes over the head. It may. It's usually going to be like a fastball, but when he's coming a little bit further out, it tends to be more of a breaking pitch. So Curve, slider, they,
1: breaking pitch, right?
0: So they they pick up on these things and they go, "Hey, look! If you notice his arms coming out wide, then it's going to be a breaking pitch. Or if you know it's coming straight over the top, it's going to be a fastball. And so they see those but things and they get If he, if he get
1: had them. a wire on it, he, if he, he had a wire on him, he quits looking and they for went, fastball. Fastball swinging yep. it. Fastball, so, fastball. so he quits looking so for
0: those those keys. And then now this year, he's having to find those keys again. And, it, and you know, it was there. The crutch made him not use it. Now he's having to find it again. And I think that that probably is more what happened because I think he is a great hitter without without the cheating. The cheating obviously probably right. helped him. And and quite frankly, I think some players probably it helped him better than others because some are more going to be a field right. kind of guy um, because that thing didn't come in all that much quicker. It came in enough quicker. Um, so, you know, I mean uh, – now,
1: what's the, the what's the fastest pitches you've ever had to try to hit?
0: You know what? I, I really don't know because I didn't play that long. I mean, I was great when I played, uh, but but I didn't play that deep in. Um, I was out you,
1: there, and I got to I got to hit eighty mile an hour and ninety mile an hour fat the fa- fastballs at a batting cage we were going to. Yeah, and uh, it, it's a whole nother ball game. Oh well, <laughs> literally. Now, I, now I've gone into now, the
0: eighty and ninety mile an hour cages, and. Uh, yes. Back when I did it, it took me a while to catch up with it, and I could hit him, but it, it took a minute to to get there, just yeah. to get the swing down. I started hammering um,
1: him, but then think about a pitcher up there, and he makes the same motion, and it's 20 miles an hour less. And you're like, I, I, dude, yeah. I might dislocate a hip yeah. now. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, and that, that's that's exactly it. I mean, that's you, you look at some of these pitchers that throw 100 miles an hour, and then you look at another guy, and his fastball is 93 and you go how the All heck
1: right. how's he survive? you know
0: but right. but this guy that throws 100 and, you know 101 99 you know 1 100 that guy his fastball is that big that fast and his breaking pitch is 88 okay and and that's still just super fast uh, so you're still but no matter what you're doing you're really quick but then you've got that guy that throws the 93 and all of a sudden, he throws in this crazy curveball that comes in at 64.
1: 65. You know, yeah. <laughs> and it's 30
0: miles an hour different. And, and you know, and and the whole thing is, is that if you ever want to know I'll what the, that, like you said, if you go to the batting cages, if you ever want to know what that's like, go down and hit a bucket of balls on the 90 mile an hour one. Or keep hitting yeah. it until you get your timing down to where you can hit it. And then walk down yeah. to the 60 and wait for that son of a gun to come in. And you're like going, holy crap. What? I mean, whoop, you've swung, and you've reset up, yeah. and then the ball comes. It, Yeah, it's, it's like that Bugs Bunny cartoon where swish, 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 swish. And everybody's <laughs> striking out on the one ball because it's going so fast so slow. So, hey, because um, you brought up baseball, um, Oakland and Houston's caught Oakland. They're about a game apart, so that's going to be in the West. Uh, the Cleveland and White yeah. Sox, New York Yankees, all that's expected. Tampa Bay, best record in, in the American League. What the hell's up with that? Right. Did you see that coming? Because I sure um, didn't.
1: No way. They traded off a lot of their talent. And they yeah. picked up some pitching. Yeah. But I, 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 no, no, sir. I was gonna. The other ones, yes, you're right. Yeah. Even some of the the, the upstarts. Here, but uh, and most of the teams are doing bad. I saw too. Okay. Not Tampa Bay. No well, sir.
0: What about Boston? Did you see Boston as being? Now, now we we talked about and and everybody knows. That I mean, Texas Rangers are in my heart. I'll be a Ranger fan till I die. Yeah. I hope John Daniels leaves yeah. soon. John Daniels is horrible. No one's why they won. Not Daniels. You kept the wrong guy. You stupid idiots. We need to get somebody else in here. Remember but, my story? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Do you remember my
0: oh, story yeah. about that? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh absolutely. So um, I need challenge. No, uh, I, I remember it. But right. but so um, my point is is that I knew Texas was going to stink. Uh, They went on a little run, and they went one game over five hundred, and then they lost eight games in a row and 10 of 11 or 11 of 12 or some crap like that. So they're they're 13 and 23, but they're horrible. But my question is, is that did you think Boston, the Rangers are only better than three teams in all of baseball, and Boston's one of them. Did you see that coming? Because I didn't.
1: I miss that one too. Um, no, I mean, you really don't. You think that Boston's going to, it's, it, they're pretty consistent, but they've had a couple coaching changes over the last few years. And they've kind of, it feels like they've kind of tried to get away from, uh, uh, Billy ball, you know, whatever you yeah. call money ball. Wow. But then ever since Poppy left, they've been kind of on the decline because they didn't have a backbone to build on. Um, I always respected Garcia Garciaparra and a lot of guys in that 2000 era. So, um, they, so this is a good comparison. I think that what Boston has been doing for whatever reason is what the Cincinnati Reds have done for a, unfortunately, uh, a lot of my life. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to call out my friend, uh, Sean, uh, Sean in Cincinnati. Um, i want to congratulate my friend sean he got appointed to his uh first varsity basketball coach position i played ball with him and he's a very dear friend of mine and the funny thing about sean is he may be one of the best guys that you'll ever meet so sean i'm sending you out these vibes Uh, i know you're going to impact that that school and, and that community well, you're you're so awesome. I've known you uh, you know three quarters of my life, and uh, I'll tell you, Mr. Sean, that uh, uh, I'll do anything I can for you. It's, uh, <laughs> that, no, that that's it's just awesome to watch. Watch your friend go up. Yeah, and he comes up from nothing, and he moves it up, and just like me, up from nothing. But he's awesome. But the the point of that story was is that um, we 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 both been Red fans most of our lives. Back in the Marge shot days.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot all about her.
1: So Shotzi and and the brewing of cigarettes. And so the whole generation of us were brought up with this, this, it's okay. The Reds are okay. Um, And then they caught a couple special players in the 70s, you know, and and me, me and your our grown up years. Same as the Steelers. That whole era is why I'm a Reds and a Steelers fan. But a lot of teams have this Kind of currency where they dump all of their talent, and I and I and I and I it does not make sense. So getting a bunch of people where you like Joey Votto, and you were talking about a pitcher who had the, his name was Arados Chapman, and he was a uh, he was the reliever for the Reds, and they had all this they had this list of talent, and there's at least two or three times where they went okay, wait, we're spending too much money. We haven't had a winning record in a decade, but we did last year. We were second. We almost won the pennant. Let's get rid of everybody. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait. Download. Dump. Everybody's going. You're like, And even in the Farm League, like with the, the Rangers, where they were dumping their, people, their best prospects for nothing. Dump, dump, dump. And I'm like, what are you doing? Ooh. This is not rebuilding. I, I got oh, I gotta tell go you cause
0: well no, cause you, you hit it on the nose because I wanted to go over a couple of these things with the Rangers. Cause I think they stink and I think I think John Daniels is horrible. And I told you last year <laughs> they got this new stadium. They don't care about winning right now, cause with the new stadium they're gonna draw a lot of people. And they so now this season's gone, so they don't care about next season. So they're still gonna be trash. Their best pitcher, Mike Miner, who still had another year, they traded him to Oakland in their own damn division. They traded him to Oakland. You know what they got for him? Player to be named later in future considerations. (laughs) You know, that, that high dollar, their best pitcher. For future considerations and a player to be named later, so they also traded their starting catcher. You know, because if you don't have good pitching, what the hell you need good catching for, right? So yeah, they got catcher for. They right. got rid of Robinson Chirinos and sent him to the Mets, and they got the oh yeah, they got a player to be named later, and so then they traded their third baseman Todd Frazier to the Mets, and they got a player to be named later.
1: They might. I, I I heard they might even be digging in and trading more. Like uh, your boy, the home run guy. Oh, I like him. What's Joey. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Joey? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, well, he, come on, come on. Um, I heard that they're they're thinking about putting him on the block. Yeah, get rid of him. Clean everybody out.
0: Yeah, well, they could have cleaned him and, out. So. They they could have cleaned him out because he's still he's still striking out. And if you're going to build a new team, if, if I was going to build a team, yeah. and he's now he's not a first baseman. He's in the outfield in the Rangers. Right. In their farm system are rich in outfielders, so I would probably try to deal him to somebody who's looking for somebody who wants to hit big. Um, so I would I would deal him out, um, but I wouldn't get rid of my best pitcher. And from what I understand, the uh, <coughs> the the barbecue grill that they built is supposed to be pitcher friendly. So why would you get rid of a pitcher? You know, at the old stadium, uh, when they built the ballpark, it became uh, a—they called it the launch pad because just balls just flew out of the park. And if you've got a launch pad, then load up on hitters. And if you've got a barbecue grill, load up on pitchers. And you know we've we've got a grill, so let let's get let's keep the pitchers. Why they would get rid of him because they had him for next year. And you know, and here's—I guess this is one of the other things. When you've got a hundred sixty-two season, you know, hundred sixty-two game season, and you've got to get rid of them at about game ninety, right? There's still well, seventy more games, and so there's some value on that other end of the other but team. But they
1: didn't, and remember, this is a short season.
0: That's my whole point. So when you're only playing oh, okay. sixty, and after you get rid of them, you've got thirty games to go. You get rid of the dude, he will be so fresh for next year. He's, you're not trading him to somebody to wear him out for the year. They're, they can't wear him out, even if they the playoffs, they don't have enough games. So you you keep him. You keep him on the – I mean, you keep him fresh. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand trading pitching this year especially. And with the Rangers, as bad as they are, oh, my gosh, you get rid of the only talent you have. You know, I I love Eris Andrus, but he's old, and I don't mean old. I mean, he's just been around a while, but he is starting to decline, especially hitting, and he's not who he was. And then, uh, you know, over on second base, uh, we don't have Altuve. We've got uh, – what's his name? And and he's not hitting. You know, I mean, last I looked, he was like batting 152 or something. You know, so he's Uh, done.
1: I think we need to get the shovel, and we need to go dig up Beltray. And bring Mr. Beltray back to get the team some Oh, he would.
0: He wouldn't come All back. Right, he wouldn't anyway. come back if you asked him to. Because Beltray be like going. Anyway, oh, no, 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 we, no,
1: we thank you. We thank you for tuning to the Old Guys World Radio National Sports Show. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's your guy. It's your guy, Big Chuck, and sitting there with Big Danny. Hey, we uh, didn't so whine. We, we didn't
0: then. whine about crap today, man. We.
1: <laughs> no, I'm so much happier. So, uh, uh, so um, I got to go into a couple of my top three lists. I love these top three lists. They're fun, they're racy, they're 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 exciting. So um, um, Danny, um, I th- I think I you had a couple top three lists.
0: Uh we're we're, uh, we're, uh, we're one gonna, or two we could talk about. No, no, no. We're just going to go with yours. There's no reason to go any further. Uh, we've already we've already all done right. an hour of a show, and we can go as long as we want, oh, as right. we've proven. Uh, um, but it's all good. But we'll just save that other stuff for later. We'll just uh, we'll go with the ones you nice, got because nice. I like them. I think they're great.
1: Right, so, well, we uh, – I I just – I thank everybody for tuning in. Top three supermodels
0: of the 70s, 80s, and 90s,
1: right? So, I think the best one would probably be just one from each. I was Googling it. Okay. And there's a lot of hot broads out there. So, uh, you do well, just one from each –
0: no, no, because I had like ten in the seventies. I had like ten
1: because well, they were all in posters on my wall. Uh, Farrah but, Fawcett, was, Suzanne Summers. Okay, I, I didn't do Suzanne, but I did ahead, do Farrah.
0: Ahead. No, go ahead. I got Farrah. How about you? You got Farrah. Uh, Farrah Fawcett. Yeah.
1: Suzanne Summers. Okay. Uh, I, I agree. I just Barney, didn't have
0: it. Barney Fife.
1: Barney <laughs> Fife. <yeah. laughs> okay. Oh, because he was on that show with
0: Barney Fife. He was uh, not. He was not a supermodel. Teagues. Andy, she was on my list.
1: Woohoo, there we go. Yeah, Cheryl Teagues. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm just spitballing. I, All I'm right. not googling. Okay. Uh, go ahead.
0: Well, Fair was on mine. Cheryl Teagues <laughs> was on mine. Of course, I love the other Cheryl. Cheryl Ladd. So she was on there.
1: Yeah, oh man, I, from the and oh, what's called Wonder Woman?
0: No, 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 no. Oh, Wonder Woman. That was Linda Carter. Uh, Cheryl Teagues was. Uh, Farrah Fawcett's replacement on Char- uh, uh, Charlie's Angels.
1: Charlie's Angels. Now, Kate Jackson.
0: Yeah. Now you uh, the the <laughs> one,
1: skinny one. Now I, oh, what I was to... the other one's name. What was the other one's name? K- oh, oh no, the, 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 Jacqueline. She was Jacqueline, the most attractive.
0: Jacqueline Smith. No, she was she was oh, gorgeous. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Right, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. And
1: and it was into her older years. Or uh, yeah. Is she's it is still a beautiful. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I put uh, her on the list. She's Mad- never uh, had those things. She no. was kind of a classy. Yeah, thing.
0: but sure and Jacqueline right, Smith that, are all both races, still gorgeous women. Um, yes, so those and were
1: Suzanne Summer as well.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, and then I also had, had Lonnie that leg Anderson cruncher on there. Huh?
1: And he, leg cruncher thing <laughs> and he still has a leg cruncher thing in his garage. He does the thigh master, <laughs> the, thigh master. the thigh master, Oh,
0: you gotta love and the then, thigh master. Danny, <laughs>
1: Danny, be flipping his rib eyes. And doing the thigh master. You got to see his legs. Dude, he he looks like he outrun Usain Bolt. (laughs) Sorry. No, that's all right. (laughs) But
0: but the one that I found, so I did find, and um, it's the brunette. uh, What was her name? Uh, She was so big, and I just didn't find her all that. I mean, she was pretty. Had the mole, did the Pepsi commercial. Anyway. Oh, oh,
1: oh wait, it, it's right there. Yeah, and, and she still is attracted. Yes, a furniture line. Yes. Oh yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. So anyway,
0: she was from the seventies. Cindy, c- Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Okay. Yes. But my, okay. but my all-time favorite from the seventies, which I still think is probably one of the most beautiful women ever to hit the face of the earth. And why the hell she married Billy Joel, I'll never know. But Christy Brinkley, man, because yeah. she. Still gorgeous, and the sad part is, is that because she married Chris or uh, she married Billy Joel, her kids have some of his genes, and she's like fifty. Yeah. She's she's sixty five years old and fifty times hotter than her daughter, <laughs> which is a shame for her daughter. So, I mean, how would you like to go? This is my mom. I have, oh, I have this shame.
1: I have this show I like called The Office. Uh, no, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Uh, Parks and Recreation. Have okay. you ever seen that I've, show? I haven't
0: seen it. I've heard of it. I know what it is. Yeah,
1: Amy Poehler. Okay. Is that right? Uh, yes, and okay. it is. Uh-huh. So everybody, just give it a try. If you like kind of weird comedy, there's a guy on there, the main character. he like, He's fantastic. He's I can't even explain to you what a great uh, – what I do is I eat meat after I'm done eating meat because deer deserve to be fed meat. Um, <laughs> and that is all. And that's how he talks. He's just, Oh, I work for the government because the government is ridiculous, but that's not what I do. I make chairs. I love chairs. <laughs> so I love to sit. <laughs> yes. And, and there's only one steakhouse in the country to go to. I'll show you where it is. So the whole, the whole show is really actually entertaining, but, there's just, there's please watch it, Danny. If you get caught up in it, the, the funny thing is is Christy Brinkley is on there. Oh, really? And she's – yes, she's married to this guy, and he's a fat, frumpy failure. <laughs> but at home, he's awesome, and they're crazy about it. And all of their daughters are beautiful. And so that's <laughs> why I had to bring this up because I just watched this episode the other day. I was like, why? Who are they? What? And so Christy Brinkley's, hi, honey, you're so wonderful. So uh, (laughs) Parks and Recreation is a weird show. Some of the episodes you have to get through, but when you ever get Ron Swanson, (laughs) write that down. Okay. Ron Swanson, yes. You can Google quotes. You can Google Ron Swanson. And that's (laughs) half the reason I watch the show, because he makes things out of steel, and he'll punch you in the face (laughs) and go away. You I like, don't want you in here.
0: You, you like yeah. anybody that says he'll punch you in the beak.
1: All right. So, 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 did you <laughs> yes. have any
0: more from the seventies, or do we get to go to the eighties? Oh,
1: from the seventies. Yeah. Okay. Well, eighties, eighties. My beautiful wife looks like Christy Ireland, uh, Ireland, Kathy Ireland. Kathy
0: Ireland. She's on my list.
1: Yes. Okay. Because if you if you uh, uh, are lucky enough to be married uh, to my wife, <laughs> she looks a little bit like Kathy Ireland. <laughs> Yay! She was one of my favorites. That's my '80s.
0: Okay, well, did you? Ha- I also have uh, Paulina Poroskova married Rico oh, Kasich from the him. Cars. Yeah, and uh, El McPherson. Yeah, I
1: remember Paulina Poroskova from that movie with Tom Selleck.
0: Yes, uh, her alibi. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yes. Nice. And the- <laughs> hey, I'm sharp today. And then, um, then, then there was uh, my uh, <clears throat> of the '80s. I had my honorable mentions: the Heather's. Heather Thomas and Heather Locklear.
1: Well, so you can't deny how hot those two were back then. There's no <laughs> way. And, and, but the problem was is that either one of them, they played themselves out. Yeah. They, so, they were with every rocker and, you know, every yeah. time you turned around there with somebody else and with somebody else trying to keep their fame going. Yeah. But when they were younger, oh, man. Yeah, oh, we we're, we're 90s now, right? 90s. Well, that
0: was that was 80s. I got to tell you, if you want to talk oh. about how hot, okay? If you google Heather Thomas poster, and there's one where <sighs> she is her her legs are in a hot tub, but her crotch and everything else is out, okay? It's just the legs. <laughs> right. And, and I only tell you that because when I'm, you know, good grief, 14, 15-year-old boy, I got that thing hung up on my wall but just google that Heather Thomas uh, poster and you'll find it it'll pop up and she'll be in a hot tub and wearing a, a pink bikini and then you can either email us or text us that if you couldn't look at that every freaking night so anyway alright so those were my two for the, the or my ones my for the 80s and now we go into the 90s and in the 90s I was dating real women I wasn't looking at posters on my wall and it was very hard for me to find three but I did I found three
1: I had a couple of add-ons to those right before we get out of that eighties and nineties. I think Alyssa Milano, young Alyssa Milano, not like teenage, <laughs> but you know, right after kind of before Charmed, right around Charmed. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. I I I just found her really really right. <laughs> so I'll throw her in there, and, and you know, uh, I have to say that my favorite from the eighties was lisa bonet because back when she was on the cosby show yeah she was just hot to me dude i don't know why i was with the pedonca donk <laughs> or the, the big the the, the the i don't know well, anyway uh, i had to throw a couple other ones a, one the next one. so, what's cool. your next section go 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 well we get down I'm into the,
0: you get into the 90s and and uh you know yeah. i actually was dating real women in the 90s and so i didn't have the posters <laughs> on the wall you know, and I got married in the nineties, so you yeah. know uh, the yeah. the need for for the supermodels was not as as great it, as it was when I was in the, in the seventies and the eighties. Um, but I did find three. There was Brooklyn Decker, which I had the hots for. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Kate Upton, Brooklyn who
1: Becker. I'm a butt guy. No wait, but it doesn't matter what. That that one '90s. She's been out more recently.
0: Well, she's she has, but she was also back in, in the '90s, I believe. I might even be wrong oh, really? on that. But like I said, I had to stretch for the but, '90s because it a good there. call.
1: I won't <laughs> I, I won't dispute that one. I'm not. This isn't an yeah. argument point. I I'm, uh, agree, agree.
0: But but That's then the one. the third one is uh, a lady by the name, and you may or may not remember Bar Rafaelle or Raphael, or whatever the hell her name is. But she is from Hmm. Israel. She's the only person ever in Sports Illustrated from Israel. But the first time I ever saw her in one of those uh, Sports Illustrated edition, I got it, don't remember who's on the cover, and I went through and I said, oh, my God, this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. So I had to throw her out there. Um, But, yeah, I had to stretch for the 90s, man.
1: You know, and then the further we get into them, I mean, uh, what's her name on a – there's a bunch of them that became famous and then got you know yeah. kind of changed. Uh, the, the judge on uh, America's Got Talent, Judge Judy. You think
0: America. Judge Judy's hot?
1: What? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the 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 oh she's a blonde lady. She dated married to seal. Um,
0: oh oh yeah, you're talking about on uh, America's Got Talent. Yeah, Heidi Klum.
1: She's she's freaking smoking. Oh, she's smoking. Elle McPherson was amazing. I put her on my Uh, list of my eighties. Man, yeah. My my beautiful wife looks like Kathy Ireland. Tyra Banks as a as a sports model, swimsuit model. Um, Oh, ridiculous! Uh, And you said it was Alessandra Ambrosio. Was that her name? I don't know.
0: Bar Raphael. <laughs> oh, there she is. It
1: is Alessandro oh, no. Ambrosio. No, mine was and,
0: Bar, bar Raphael. It's like R Eight Upton on the top
1: ten. Yeah. Heidi, Heidi Klum. There you yeah, go. I, Cheryl Teagues. Yeah. We mentioned her. Brooklyn Decker. There you go. Woo! Naomi Campbell. You got to give her credit. Forgot about her, yeah. You yeah. got to give her credit. Stephanie Seymour. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's pretty hot. Uh, Paulina Porrascoza. We talked about her. Uh... Carol Alt, you know, I forgot I, about do her. Do you remember her? She's like, yes. What that, and, wasn't and, she
0: like a Bond girl at one time or something like that? I mean, she, yeah, maybe she's yeah, like Bond girl 60s? and kind
1: of a. Well, but she kind of was normal. I mean, you know what I mean. It was like yeah. an '80s pretty because I'm going to show you this picture. And thin arms, thin legs, and bosoms, but that's not really what. Oh no, that's I not
0: mean, who I was thinking of. But I do remember okay. her. Yeah, no, I remember her. She was.
1: She was around
0: the same time as uh, Kathy Ireland and Paulinus Porskova.
1: I think. And that that uh, you know now you got it. There's two. There's two. Two more. I'll put up there. Uh, Rachel Hunter. Yes. Nikki Taylor, and then um, I don't remember her name, but whoever was on White Snake's hood in those videos. Uh,
0: Katine. Uh, um, uh, uh, something Katine. <laughs> Oh uh, good grief. Yeah.
1: I can Google it. I mean, yeah. but whatever her name was was that kinda of redhead lady that swung around on yeah. those white snake oh, yeah. videos. Well actually she was, was in one on ones?
0: She was hot, but I thought Bobby Brown, who was in the warrant video I thought she was even Man, hotter. A no, little no, straight-haired no, blonde. Smaller. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, couldn't get away from this. So. <laughs> and ultimately, we—not <laughs> our normal topic, but hey, our top models of the last three decades. And you know what's sad? What, you what's know that? what's funny? What is that? We, we f- friends, family, everybody. We really don't have anybody from the two thousand tens. No, two thousand. There may be one or two of them. Kind of two thousand twenties. Um, because it's such a weird world that for us to be able to like, single out some women in their bikini, it might be offensive or there might be a problem. Well,
0: let me – let me. there's there's a couple of things, I think, that, that have led to that, and, and that that's part of it. Some of it – because I was going to mention, a lot of these models – I mean, Christy Brinkley, Cheryl Ladd, Farah – All these women were on the Sports Illustrated cover. And, and, you know, obviously they became actresses, but then Kathy Ireland, Pauline Sporskova, Elle McPherson, Brooklyn Decker, Kate Upton, um, uh, you mentioned Rachel Hunter, all these women came through Sports Illustrated, okay? And Sports Illustrated at the time was where all the beautiful women were. I mean, yeah, they were in Paris, but if they wanted anything in the United States, it came through the Sports Illustrated. But with the death of the magazines and with magazines dying out, guys don't look to those those Sports Illustrated and things like that. That was their biggest issue of the year. And so people would look for that and it could make or break a model. Uh, it could make or break a break a swimsuit i mean it it was huge and so that went away and it kind of went over into um victoria's secret but right. but on victoria's secret cuz i remember i would get the magazine i would get the calendar but they both said who's the person's name was and so when you'd see him in the catalog every page it would be this person wearing this uh you know this uh bathing suit it would tell you what it is i don't care about the bathing suit and i knew who the models were and same thing with the (laughs) calendars you'd see their name for an entire month but when you're talking about um victoria's secret it's just a show And they don't tell who the models are as they're coming down. And quite frankly, I never really watched them. Yeah, they're beautiful women, but I never got into it. And that was the avenue for the supermodel. And I think we've kind of missed it. And that's part of why I don't think, you know, there there are some things that just change over time. And it's not anybody's fault. Um, Different mediums. And used to, we got all of our supermodels through magazines. Now we get them digitally. And when they were in magazine form and posted on your wall for a month, you knew who they were you know I just that's my take that's my my guess. good point so
1: good point all right well so everybody we we really we really do thank you for I, tuning in we've had a great show
0: i got one thing all to right. say about that cuz of all the topics cuz when you send me a topic and i want to you know prep for it and stuff like that that was the most fun that i had on any topic in a long time <laughs>
1: What we do at Old Guys Real Radio is I'll come up with a couple of topics and we'll send topics back and forth. But I was like, man, sports models. Why couldn't we talk about sports models? It's not offensive. And uh, that's the scary part is that from 2000 back is who I think of all the hottest sports models. There's there's still hundreds of gorgeous, millions of gorgeous women, our wives included in the world. But – You know um, what my father told me when I was 18 –
0: when I was 18 and I was graduating high school, and me and a couple of my buddies are around. My dad came in and he said, you guys, you think you got it all. He says, you you don't know anything. He said, when y'all look at women, he said, y'all find pretty girls from 18 to 22, 23. He said, when I when I look at the world, he said, I find beautiful women from 25 all the way up to 75. He said, they're everywhere. I see beautiful women everywhere. And and you know what? As I've gotten older, you appreciate the beauty of the older women just as much as you appreciate the beauty of the younger women. But when you're 18, he goes, when you're 18, there's only a few years of women in there. There ain't that many people you're looking at. He said, but when you get to my age, and I'm there now, he said, they're everywhere. <laughs> so to all of the beautiful women out there, cheers.
1: Amen. So, um. Uh, we thank you for tuning in. I've got kind of an interesting little final moment. Any last words you want to send out to our, our family and our friends and our crew? Um,
0: Now, I just, you know, there was a – I've seen a couple of my friends, and they post uh, some things lately about, um, you know, Black Lives Matter. And why is it if I put Black Lives Matter, people find it offensive? And uh, it kind of goes back and forth. And then uh, somebody else put, you know, Somebody wrote, and I saw. I've I've seen this out there a couple times, and it's like, if your wife comes to you and she's hurt or visibly upset, and she says, "Do you love me?" and you say, "Well, I love everybody." Well, that's hurtful and offensive, you know. And, and so it goes through this whole thing. And if if somebody else does this, and you say, "Well, I feel this way about everybody," the idea was, and then what they were trying to put out there is that. Um, when somebody says black lives matter, if you say all lives matter, that's hurtful and offensive. My thing is, is that if your wife comes to you and says, do you love me? And I say, yes, I love you. And then the next day my child comes to me and says, you know, equally hurt. Do you love me? And I go, "Uh, well, I love your mom. How am I hurt by those things? Well, yeah, well, it's, I love my mom. I love your mom. Well, no, it's, you love the person in front of you at the time. And so my whole point to this is, and, and it kind of ties into how I ended up last time about not tolerating, but loving each other is the deal is, is that we can love more than one person at one time. And those who feel like that they that they have needs, we can help you and we can meet your needs. But you also have to understand that there are other people out there that we also need to do it. And so when you limit it to one group or one segment or one person, you know we can take care of you today but tomorrow other people have needs too and we have to recognize that with each other and that goes back to we just need to learn to 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 wake up each morning and and think what can i do to help you or how can i love my neighbor out there rather than oh i'm going to go support this group or that group instead so, of raising
1: a fist uh, why couldn't you reach out a hand exactly instead of instead of starting a fight uh, and a fire um, why couldn't you start a start a group pay pay it forward yeah um i don't i don't disagree with you at all um i uh, i just i just get get upset when I, I i look at cities that are cities that are getting destroyed. Um, because they're rioting over things. so um, we're gonna, I'm going to go over my things. I'm going to give you about 15 or 20 things to do just to be kind and just to be, be loving. Um, hashtag COVID kindness was my thing I started, and there was a bunch of feedback on it, so I, I had to drop it. Um, so if you're on the bus, if you're traveling, if you're going to give up your seat, um, I would tell you make a donation. Give some money, uh, if you have it, to an an honest organization. Uh, Give something meaningful meaningful to someone who needs. So it's easier to drop a gift card, a guy a mile from a jack-in-the-box asking for food, than it is to drop off a six-pack. Don't complain or curse for one day. It's impossible. I'm telling you. <laughs> I tried it. Um, it's crazy. Hey, but if you can I pick if, up litter, and you tr- can
0: try it, uh, man, at least just try I, it. I,
1: hey, try it. No, I'm I mean trying. that's good that you did. I'm I mean, try- hey, you may be right. right. It may yeah, be yeah. impossible, but you know what? I've got I've try got it. a bunch of employees. Yes. So I tried not to be word and complain for a day. Everywhere I go, I pick up litter and trash. So if I'm over there and then people miss a trash can, I don't miss a trash can. And so pick up litter and trash when you can. Um, if you, if someone is being a little bit mean or aggressive, um, this one I like. Just pause. Just pause before you speak. We all deal with situations where it's really tough, especially in this uh, environment. Um, but I, I, I've really found this to be effective. I just stop and I go... And then when they're done, you know, we both have emotions. And I stop. And then, then uh, are we good? Can can we talk? Um, If you have family and friends around um, who I've been losing by the dime, um, tell them you love them. Um, Tell them you love them often. Okay. I know you like I've got so many brothers and sisters that we don't really hey I love you you know but tell people that your family and your friends that you love them Um, this one's like second and third grade say please and thank you if you don't it doesn't happen out there Mm -hmm. it really doesn't so would you people just go back to second grade where they're teaching my daughter? Please, thank you. Please, thank you. Please, please. My football coach, um, four things. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank,
0: yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you, please. Our, our coaches. And that's, they, I, I, we, we did it. I did it before we got there because my parents made me do it, but that's what our coaches used to make us do. If you think sports are not important, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you, please. And that's what he said. That's all you that's, say to a teacher in a classroom. When you're
1: coaching – it's one of the most biggest things you can do. Yep. Um, so these next ones are challenging, um, but I'm going to – in Houston, this will never happen. Let someone into your lane while you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> Not down I near. did that
0: today, and a guy – and he, he gave me the wave, the thank you wave, uh, which I don't usually get yes. that. And if they let you
1: in, give them the thank you the wave. wave. Yeah, give them the wave. Give the wave. Give the wave. That's right. There's, at Dania, um, so here's one, here's one I'll challenge you and you can challenge me to make peace with someone that hurt you. Um, I can think of two people and I don't know if I can do it, um, but I'll try. You, you know, um, you know, I'm and,
0: working on one, right?
1: Yeah, I know. I know you are. I, and I, I went, I've already made, I'm already at like five, but uh, make peace yeah. And it doesn't matter whether it's like an establishment or a boss or a family member Try to make peace with someone. Um, encourage someone, and I really believe in this one. Even if you're they're not your employees, and they're just people that you know, and you know they're trying something or doing something. Just give them that. Shoot them a text, man, boy. I saw you, do, man. Keep it up. Keep it up. As you hear this, and I know a bunch of you are going to hear this, the last time someone was encouraging to you, didn't it mean the world when someone told you, "Man, you're doing a great job," man, keep it up. Can I say two things on that? Do you mind yeah. if
0: I butt in? No. So driving through Austin, there was a. It looked like an apartment complex, and it had a big sign out there, and it said, "If you can imagine it, it's real," and it was it signed. Picasso, which like you said, if you want to encourage it, if you can imagine it, the second is, is that I got a Facebook thing one day and I just thought it was cool. And I think I even sent it to you and it's just some dude going, you are awesome. Has anybody told you today? You're freaking awesome. So I sent it to three people. I think you were one. Uh, I think you got it. I can't remember. Maybe you sent it to me. Anyway, it was kind of cool when I got it. But one of the guys I sent it I to. I sent it to you. Okay, you sent it to me. There you Well, okay. Uh, hey. And I thought it was pretty cool. And I was like, that was cool. So I only sent it off to a couple people people who I cared about and thought it would mean something to. And I got a response back for one and said, I'm not going to go into <laughs> it right now. Things are really rough. Uh, man, I needed that. Thank you. And that was it. Well, Come to find out he's going through a divorce, and it and, and he had just right. split, and he was going through that, and it was something he needed. So
1: even if it's when you say. You never can tell. yeah, You we, never can tell when your little tush or your little text yeah. or your little uh, the word of love who it can affect yep. at the right time. Just throw it so out there. God, you, just throw it out there. There's no reason not to do And the next several are all like this. Ready? All right. And I love them. And I love them hold the door open for the person behind you or open it for the person coming in. Be a gentleman care, help clean up without being asked. <laughs> Give somebody a genuine compliment, you know, and it's not hard to do any. You're a really good guy. See, look right there. Live. <laughs> um, in. This one I'm kind of rough with, but I, I'll put it out there because these are pretty good stuff. Invite someone into your tribe or your group. Yeah, we, we try to and a lot of them don't stay around that long because we're, you know, it's like me, you and Big Mike. Hey, Big Mike. Yeah. Everybody else kind of goes, uh, whoa, crazy man. <laughs> um, these are my favorites and I, and I believe these um, offer a hug. Hey, you need a hug?
0: No. <laughs> I, I I don't. I don't. I, I am not a hugger. You're not a hugger? I'm not a toucher, oh, man. Oh, okay. I, there, there is one person on this world that I look for and want yeah. physical contact with, but everybody else, just keep the F away. I, that, it's, it's me. me.
1: It's I, me. He loves to hug me. That's right. I it, it's just Chuck.
0: I, I just it's dream right. about snuggling with Chuck.
1: Spooning. <laughs> spoon.
0: Okay, now I'm going to vomit. <laughs>
1: Wait. I got... Like, number three is really good Yeah. number two is really good so number three is just listen that's awesome just listen number two is look for ways you can promote peace and then I'm going to edit this one because it's about smiling and I agree Uh, walking around with a smile on your face actually does do a lot for you it does but um it says smile this says smile and make someone day someone else's day a little sweeter and then i will add if i'm not smiling give me one of yours there you go
0: of course so, you can't see them with the mask so i, I was even going to say smile so they <laughs> see it in your eyes i mean because because yeah. when somebody's genuinely smiling you see it in their you eyes can see it. And, and so, smile, smile so they can see it in your eyes because if you just glance them a little smile, they're never going to know it. So, smile so, so they can see it this is all eyes.
1: from a website called Be Kind and Do Kind Things. And uh, we thank you so much for tuning in. Like us, share us. And then Danny forgot to tell you where you can find us to listen to all this fun, excitement roller coaster.
0: That's all right. You can find us at com and old guys pantigo on Facebook. Uh, And you can pick us up on almost any, uh, (laughs) almost anywhere. Now I am going to try, I've got a couple places marked today where I can put some little dots and I'd love to hear some feedback. If anybody notices anything, I was on the road. I told you I went to San Antonio. I was listening to our last show during part of it. And there's stuff that, you know, I mean, we talked about it. I didn't want to hear it. And I wanted to fast forward. And there's no way to fast forward because we don't ever break. So I'm going to try to put some breaks in here so that people can maybe fast forward like 10 or 15 minutes in. Uh, and I've got a couple of spots. I don't know how well it'll work. But if anybody notices it, let me know. But I'm trying to make it so that, you know, if you go, oh, I've heard I've heard enough of that. What's next? I think, next?
1: Th- I think this, this episode was probably a little easier to listen through. <laughs> um, we we, we, we had a little so. better smooth flow. Yeah, so, but we thank you for tuning in and uh, keep tuning in. And Danny, uh, I wish you all the best. And um, I might have to beat you in horseshoes in a couple of days. Hey,
0: man, uh, did, did I tell you? And nobody's going to hear this because I did hear that most people never make it to you into your, into your, your podcast. Most people tune out before that. And we usually fade out here, and I bet a lot of people cut off at some point, right? So if you have it, I got a new cornhole board. So if I come down, I'm going to bring the damn new cornhole board. And then, so we bought this cornhole board. Uh, it's got a quarter inch uh, plywood that's, you know, got the finish on it and all that. And then it's a uh, uh, half inch pine that it's built with. Because the other one started coming apart because I told you, you, well, you know, me and my wife have been playing a lot. So I'm going to bring that down. But here's the kicker. It's LED lit. It's got lights around the sides and lights nice. in a hole. So at night you can see it. And yes. when we bought it, we thought it had competition bags with it. And it didn't. So my wife bought, because um, the competition bag weighs between 15 and 16 ounces. So my wife went out and bought two sets of competition bags. And these are freaking awesome. I can't wait to use it. Then, of course, the bags came in. And then the rains came. And we've had like five inches of rain in the last three days. So in uh, 70-degree weather.
1: <laughs> so, but, hey, you it can beat me in horseshoes. I was <laughs> 106. Saturday yeah, I man, mowed my yard. Man. It was
0: 108 with uh, uh, 85% humidity. Felt like 115. I mowed the yard and thought I was going to vomit. And I came inside and I was like, oh, my God, I, something's wrong with me. And she's like, why? I go, well, I'm just really hot and I feel like I'm going to vomit. And I looked down at my watch and I said, it's 108. Never mind. And then I looked at the humidity. <laughs> Feels like 115. <laughs> That's what you were at today, 106, 115. That's freaking miserable. You don't need to be working outside. You're going to kill yourself.
1: Uh, I'm not going to kill myself. <laughs> well, talk to your wifey. All right, uh, we'll you're do. always welcome to my crib. And that's uh, So, she. so uh, I'll talk to you soon. It was a good show.
0: All right, God bless everybody.
1: <laughs> you, too. you too, buddy.
0: Later. Bye.